Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Final Show Films. I'm Sen, your executive producer here, and I want to thank you all for tuning in. Particularly, uh, I want to thank all of our supporters on Patreon, uh, and uh, especially our $25 tier supporters on Patreon, uh, who are Jeffrey and Alexander, Samantha Bates, Catwater Flame, and L, without whom we wouldn't be able to do nearly as much of the things that we do now. So, uh, thank you all for your support, uh, and if you're watching live on Twitch, uh, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hi everybody, welcome to Blood on the Bayou, the Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle we are running here on Final Show Films. My name is Julia and I will be your storyteller for the evening. I am joined by a wonderful cast of fantastic players tonight and we will start our introductions today with austin hey i'm austin i'm playing rahab graber the kite nurse and i was sad to find out i had no cucumbers for cucumber water for the game not prepared uh, and drevian drevian i play simon deluca the malkavian taylor and shiny uh, I'm Shine, and I'm playing Gua Vincente, the Asenite Sorceress. And Katie? I am Katie. I am playing uh, Mercy Ransom, the Toreador Tour Guide in Primogen. And Jeremy? Hello, I'm Jeremy. I am playing uh, a Ketriona, a lawyer and necrovancer for Clan Giovanni. Awesome. All right. So, as always, trans rights are human rights. Black Lives Matter, eat the rich, fuck the Supreme Court, and fuck the entire state of Florida. Oh my god. I mean, yeah, fair. Real yeah. Well. I'm calling to all Floridian citizens, go grab your hacksaws, go to the border, and just start cutting away. We no longer want you. <laughs> I was wondering where that was going. <laughs> uh, laws were signed. and th Things are being set up so that people who do drag in public places yes. the wording is very vague so any trans individual in a public yep. uh, can be arrested for sex crimes against children which is now a punishable by death offense in the state of Florida yep with an 8 out of 10 jury. yep yep now when it used to be unanimous so um if if you live in Florida, get the fuck out. That's that's all I gotta say. Um, see, I was I would say the hot, the hacksaws to the governor's mansion. But... See, <laughs> listen, I I made this point. Time early. to go with the French. I, that's what I was gonna say. Our 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 rioters. I love everybody who's done everything they have for all of our protests, all of our riots, and everything. Um, we're kindergartners, guys. Uh, <laughs> Last year, when the firemen went on uh, strike, people were lighting themselves on fire in the streets. They launched bathtubs through the the the, the windows of major politicians' houses. Was this in France? Yes. Yeah. yeah. The French. The French know how to strike and how to riot. And uh, get them the fuck over here! Come on. They're they're going over. French to laws are also real messed up. They're they're going to major political homes and standing out front with guillotines and just waiting for people. Like, oh. that being said, I never call for violence 
Uh, violence isn't the answer. It is a solution, but it is not the answer. Um, it's the question. <laughs> and the answer, and the answer is yes. Is yes. <laughs> but I, I see the look Austin is getting me. <laughs> uh, for those of you who are curious, I am actually a pacifist. It's not just my character. <laughs> All right, so um, into the world of make-believe monsters instead of real ones. Vampires! Previously on Blood on the Bayou, our <clears throat> had a bit of free time on their hands uh, given to them by Destiny and Simone for the night. Um, and I believe everybody took advantage of it, if I'm remembering correctly. I know that um, Mercy had a... Uh, Interesting tourée with a couple. Yes. Um, it was wonderful. Thank unicorn, you for asking. Unicorn hunters. Uh, Rahab spent a wonderful evening with Anya. Uh, Simon was... Well, well, we'll get to that in a minute. Um, Kat caught up on some busy work and worked a little bit more on her uh, project. And if I'm remembering correctly, Guire set about shaking down some more Sabat who choose never to leave the same hangout spot they're in every fucking time uh, to find out a potential location for Glory, which is... The, the third time I find you in the same place, it's your own damn fault. Oh, 100%. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say that, that that was... At that point, you're, you're just, just given. At that point, you're just asking for it. But at that point, you just keep going to the same place because at least you aren't, you know, Guire's not going to kill you to ask you questions. <laughs> Look, we get it. You keep coming here. We like this place. We're just going to cooperate. What do you want? You don't need to threaten to stab us each time. Look, Mercy is friends with Guire, and Mercy's not even 100% sure Guire wouldn't kill her in a heartbeat. So, like... <laughs> that is... That's that's a, that's a smart stance to take. <laughs> I am curious how many people in this coterie wouldn't stab at least one other person in this coterie. Rahab. Yes. <laughs> you found the one. found the one. found the one. You found the one. That's cheating because it's you, and you asked the question. Yeah, no, I'm just saying, though, like, besides Rahab. Oh, 110% would stab everybody. Like, the next closest is probably Simon. That's just because Simon doesn't care. <laughs> that is fair. So, we will begin tonight uh, with a question. So, Simon, you had an entire night free. What would you have been doing? There is a, a clothing order for the prince that needs finished. That is correct. So that would have been it. Go ahead and give me a dexterity and crafts roll. Difficulty. We're gonna go with seven. Dexterity crafts seven. And then Simon has a specialty in sewing. Mm -hmm. That will count. Four successes. Um, Six successes. There's two tens. Fantastic. So, 
As you awaken for the night, knowing that you wholesale have the entire night to yourself, you set your retainers to do as they usually do and man the shop while you go into creative mode. And over a number of hours from about seven to midnight, you get the coat mostly done. There's a few spots that you need to just shore up a little bit. And you're not certain that the color that you picked for one of the one of the linings is going to work now that you're seeing it together in in an actual form the color just clashes just a slight bit and you want to change that so you have one final thing to do and you can present the coat to the prince but at around midnight you get a text message i believe i believe cat's text message was simply s apostrophe up question mark <laughs> that sounds about right <laughs> oh yeah, that text. What was it? Stop. 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 Oh, okay. Simon doesn't understand slang. Question mark. <laughs> Especially because the apostrophes on there is like that just completely threw me off. It's like what question mark so cat you will get that message from simon okay i'm trying to remember why i sent that uh you were seeing what everyone was up to because oh now i remember because uh work yes um what are you up to and yes there is a period after each one <laughs> including a period space question mark period <laughs> working on an order for the prince because I was trying to get everybody together so we could figure out so we could figure out Game Something in relation to Destiny wants to talk to you all one time. That's right, Destiny. That's right. Can't. Are you done? Does. Are you done? And just sees Simon is typing for an extended period. Please tell me that it that it's just a one word answer. Type, 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 erase, type, 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 erase, thumbs up emoji. After like several minutes of Simon is typing, it just stops for a moment. And then you get a thumbs down emoji. (laughs) 
Destiny needs to talk to us soon. Send. Simon will respond. If you schedule a time and let me know, then I can stop and attend to that. Get back, bitch. I am not his secretary. When can you be available? You get back a shrug emoji. All right, I will inform the Bruja Prince that <laughs> you're not willing to meet with him on his time scale. Thumbs up emoji, send. <laughs> what was the last emoji that? Thumbs up. Simon sent. No, oh. that's Simon sent. Shrug. Thumbs down. Shrug. Oh, shrug. Oh, shrug. Oh, gee. When are you available, shrug? <laughs> I'm leaving it at that unless there's further responses. Nah. <laughs> Actually, no, Simon will response. There's far worse things for the Bruja to be mad at me about <laughs> than not being not scheduling a meeting. Literally my point. <laughs> <laughs> Destiny's aware of my transgressions. I don't think. I don't also think. Also, literally the point. <laughs> who do you generally not want to piss off? The person who has reason to dislike you and knows your crimes. <laughs> Says the lawyer. She has a point. She's not wrong. What's Destiny gonna do? Show up, try to harass me, and it's like, look, I'm already doing something for the prince. Yeah, like at this point, you're doing a job for the prince. I don't know that Destiny has anything on that. Also, if he shows up, then it's like, cool, what did you want? You're here, you can tell me now. How to endear yourself to people in five easy steps. <laughs> Not by Simon. <laughs> so. I I don't know about five steps, but I know four words. Don't listen to Simon. <laughs> As you guys are having this conversation, uh, Cat, there is a knock on your back door. 
The phone goes away. The scalpel comes out. And I go to check the back door. So... Are you peeking out the peephole? Are you looking out a kitchen window? How are you how are you doing this? Um Yeah, is there like Damn it, I wish I still had. Well, I think Zoe Link went away anyways, but um Is there, do you think there would be like somewhere where I can check and see from like a side window or like from above or? Yeah. Yeah. I am definitely checking to see who it is before I'm getting close to the potentially kick openable door. So you have to do a double take when you look out the, the, the second floor window to to look um because this is a figure you have not seen for many nights at this point uh <clears throat> dressed in what can only be described as hobo chic uh, <laughs> a hunched over figure with a bald head and two scrawled and twisted ears uh carrying a rather large suitcase I do not remember the Nazi's name. Agony, thank you. I have to see, I have to get my notes document open because believe it or not, I take notes for this one. That um, would be a first for me for literally any game, including the ones that I run. This is reassuring. Sigh, go down, open the door. Hey, how you doing? Glad, glad to see you. What do you want? Would so, Destiny told me to show up here. So, uh... Why? Oh, uh... And we'll pat the briefcase. There is just, like, a dead panel <laughs> look. <laughs> like... Oh, oh, uh... So, so... The, if Wednesday was more Italian and an adult, that would be the expression. <laughs> We go from dealing to Simon to dealing with us. Right, right. I have to explain things to people. So, uh, uh, <laughs> this uh, suitcase completely dampens all sound whatsoever. So, really? yes. So, uh, made it myself. I uh, don't recommend pressing literally any of the buttons inside, but I did make it myself. So, uh, we, what we are going to do is we're going to come in. We're all going to going to gather. We're going to we're going to discuss things. But everybody's going to throw anything that has a recording device or a microphone on in it in here. Okay. That way, nothing gets out. And we are doing this now. Oh no! I'm just dropping it off. Oh, okay, good. So I was going to say, very well, I'll take it from him. Yeah. No, uh, if I remember correctly, Destiny said something like a couple hours before sunrise. That sounds about right. 
I, I hear y'all got rid of uh, quite a few fuckeries in town. How's that been going? Um, well, by Labog is handled. Um, and he he will he will do this with his hands. Yes, Sybil is handled. Which one was that? You are the least informed Nosferatu I've ever met in my life. Listen, the list. Listen, I was like two steps away from getting on the plane to go to Jamaica. Don't, don't, don't cancel that ticket yet. There's still a glory. Also, the Camarilla's special guests. Right, that thing. Don't think the only threats are from south of the border. No. Your livelihood. Rot starts from within. But, uh, no, we have handled several issues. Absolutely. How has your Mardi Gras been? Uh, well, tell you the truth, uh, my Mardi Gras has kind of been a little... Uh, I don't remember much of it. Uh, because you decided to partake Oh, or because oh. of other reasons that are unexplained at this particular moment. Oh, no, no. He, and he will reach in and pull out a flask and just shake it. No, I uh, enjoyed quite a number of alcoholics and uh, let's just say experimenters. I did not know a vampire could get high off cocaine, but it's fantastic. Delightful. Celerity's got nothing on that shit. I've seen Celerity. I disagree. Fair enough. At least I thought I was going faster than Speed Light. This is real. You're not. Thank you. <laughs> Are we done? He pulls up his, his sleeve and there's like eight watches. Yeah, I think we're good. All right. Excellent. A delight as always. Have a good night, Cat. Slowly and... start pushing him out the door. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> just guiding, just gently guiding unless he can resist, and then it starts becoming a push. No, no. Okay. He's very, he's very like, oh, oh, okay, this is happening again. (laughs) I will, once he's gone, I will message. I'll message Guire. Okay. So, Guire, you and Azra are currently on your way to the small equestrian center that you were told about by... Yes, that's right. Yes. Um, 
Sabat dipshit number one who decided to stay that you interrogated last session. Well, the name, if I see them again, is Sabat Corpse number one. Yes. So as you guys, how how far away would you have parked from this, the equestrian farm? Probably out of sight. Um, like as, as near as could reasonably be like around a corner behind a building or something. Okay. So as you park your bike, Azra will just say, your pocket has been vibrating for five minutes. Right. She'll pick up the phone, look at it. It's going to say, because I believe everybody else is already informed when the meeting is, right? Yeah. Deal with Simon, I can't. <laughs> and to clarify, Kat and Rahab are the only people who know about the specific incident, right? At this point. I believe so. Okay, just making sure. I, I just make sure that was not because we we uh, had a lot of discussion. I, I don't believe it was publicified. No, I was just making sure. Uh, at which point, Guire will respond with, "Do we have a location yet?" I don't think we do yet. Um, Get us a location, and I'll handle and I'll handle uh, Simon. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> All you really need for him is a time and a location. That's how we hear going. I already did this intern shit. I'm not doing it again. Right? <laughs> I'm not his secretary. I'm not our secretary either. But you're the one that's asking questions. You're the motivated one. So. Well. Motivated to get stuff done as a group. Uh, oh, no, I absolutely. As long as it doesn't counteract my own things. But yes, absolutely. Which is why it hits the... Uh, no, I am absolutely 100%. Bullshit. I didn't say whose stuff he was motivated to get done as a group. Is there any further communication there? Or is that, did Kat just put her phone down angrily? <laughs> no, she will, she will go ahead and message. Um, uh, 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 Destiny, and where are we getting together? You see typing for a few minutes. Who are you fucking, fucking useless, like, ancient people who don't know how to type quickly? The, the other thing that happened, it wasn't because it was it was going to be a several paragraphs long explanation. 
And then Simon decided to know how emojis better. Destiny is his 100% because he's he's old and does not know yeah. how to <laughs> uh, He will tell you that he wants to meet He is, for the first time, you've seen Destiny be cryptic. Where it all started. Where the fuck did we meet the first time when Destiny gathered all of us? The graveyard. <laughs> oh, the graveyard, right, yeah. Lafitte Cemetery. Yep. Thumbs up. I think. Yes. Uh, much quicker and much more... Uh, much quicker and spelled correctly this time. Uh, did not want to give out any possible... I I'm a lawyer. I understand. And because <laughs> I'm very, very sorry. Because uh, 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 a cat is a spiteful petty bitch. Really? Squire will get I have a location. I'll tell you when you deal with Simon. You didn't say, give me the location and I will give it to Simon. You said, get a location and I will deal with Simon. That's very fair. The thing is, Wire doesn't give a shit if you're being petty. She just goes, all right, well, then I guess you don't want Simon there. I don't care if Simon's there. Destiny will deal with him if he's not there. I don't know why you're telling that to me like I care if Simon's there. I assume you care whether Simon's alive. You assume very wrong. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I have the location. Where is it? Well, see, now I don't want to tell you because then you're going to tell Simon. That's not the point. What is the point then? <laughs> Go on. Oh my God. Armor pierced in question, that one. I feel like just because it would be funny, like Simon gives bad emoji. <laughs> <laughs> no, um. Like, at some point at the night, Simon just keeps working and it just texts Destiny directly. It's like, so when and where are we supposed to actually meet you? Because I haven't been told yet. <laughs> so yeah, you will get two hours from sunrise where this whole thing began. 
I mean, that's all. Your immediate thought is, there's no way I can get to Mesopotamia that quick. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, is, that is the response. That's what it gets. It's like, Mesopotamia is like X pl- hour plane ride from here. <laughs> I mean, it might not be Mesopotamia. Like, I assume that... Where it began with Cain. <laughs> Sybil's plan started, uh, w- w- was formed... Uh, somewhere in Mexico, so we could be going there. That's much shorter than Mesopotamia. That's true. Yeah, especially for Louisiana. Does does Cat respond to Guire at all uh, about the point? Uh, <laughs> yes, there is a point. I can't think of it right now. But complete, I didn't. I didn't ask you if there was a point. I asked what it was. Oh, what it was. Sorry. Then yes, it would have been. It would have been a different response. Um, the point is, Simon needs to stop being deliberately obtuse because he thinks it's funny. I don't think he thinks it's funny. I think that's just how his brain works. I understand that, and I am willing to allow certain there are certain allowances because I understand his blood and then there are times I feel like he does it because he can get away with it if his meeting is that important I feel like that's one of those times you make an allowance I mean whether he attends isn't that important to me then why the fuck did you even bother telling him? <laughs> I said it's not that important. I didn't say it wasn't important at all. There are degrees to this, you understand. Yeah, yeah but I just like poking holes in your petty arguments. Guire, <laughs> you will feel a smack on your arm. What do we got? You you look up from your phone. Yeah, it's like immediately. And Azra is uh, looking around the corner of the building that you guys have parked across from. I don't think it is glory, but I am seeing movement in the uh, the major barn. And she'll send one final message. Anyway, got scouting to do. Send me the location when you feel like being serious, and put put it on put it on completely silent. Yeah, I will. I will send you. Yeah. Graveyard. So I am going to need from you, Guire. You're going to go invisible, of course, but I will need your Dex and Stealth difficult Stealth difficulty. Uh, we're going to go with seven. Good. Reduced by whatever bullshit you've got, because whatever bullshit you've got. <laughs> Thirty stealth diff eight. I don't have anything that reduces stealth difficulty. I just have a shit ton of dice for it. That's fair. That'll do it. Six successes. Damn. As for real quick.
Okay, Azra did not do as good as you. Uh, technically, if unnatural grace applies, that's seven successes. Oh, wait, hold on. No, you still beat her by one. But as the two of you both go completely invisible and start uh, to approach one of the three barns that are here, uh, the largest one, uh, your eyes immediately are drawn to movement in the upper rafters. The horses are all awake at this point and are giving you they don't even know where you're at, but you see them sort of backing further into their... Yeah, they, they smell us. Yeah. They sense my aura. And are you... Where are you looking first in here? Uh... Well, the first thing I do if I don't see anyone immediately in doorways is check up, because most people don't look up, which is why people like to hide above, but she has just developed the instinct to check up whenever she enters a room first. So, directly above you, nothing, but your eyes sort of shift over towards the upper level in that sort of the second level that's built around the, the sides and you can see movement above you to your right. It sort of starts to quietly make her way up there. As the, uh, the invisibility only lasts until you do something that draws attention, which includes making noise on creaking floorboards. So. Completely fair. She's going to move as quietly as she can. Okay. Um, I'll let your six carry over. That, that's good. So you are unsensed and unseen until you reach the second level. At least you are completely certain you have not been spotted. Everything's good. Getting up to the second level, <laughs> a sort of a makeshift office. Um, that would be a, that would be doing it favors. It's like a card table, a laptop, and a swivel chair. But the thing that catches your eye, and you're not sure how it hasn't been noticed, um, is you're about where you find this is about 15 feet from the corner of the building. But from that 15-foot mark to the edge and wrapped around to where there's no more floorboard are just maps, pictures, copies of text messages, copies of emails, Is this the prince's notebook spread all over the wall, or is these different notes? Um, well, I've seen the, the prince's notebook before. 
you definitely recognize a number of these things and the the that you mention it there you are looking and there are just pages that have been ripped out of that book that are stapled either stapled or thumbtacked to the wall but it's not all of it not all of it and uh the the other thing is the uh gentleman who is sitting in the swivel chair who is uh about five foot five, sort of sandy blonde hair, uh, in a mostly unbuttoned at this point, white button up top and black slacks tucked into dress loafers. Is this Guillaume? No. Okay, I was about to say. Uh, did, you, did you just hand me the Seneschal as a traitor? <laughs> and he is, he has not noticed you, but he is typing away. I don't recognize this gentleman. No. What's over his sh- what, what is he typing over his shoulder? Um, as you go around and you, you stare at what he's writing, he's currently writing an email to... An, that's definitely not an English email. But as you look at the the laptop screen there are about five different emails open and as he's typing the 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 single one the rest of them are being filled in at the same time in different languages or in different languages cool what's the english one if there is one uh the english one is stating that um if all if all goes according to plan the ivory tower will the tower will fall tomorrow night Um, while he's typing that, before he hits send, I stake him in the back. Okay, please. Please roll me that. It's, uh, strength and melee. Difficulty nine. Strength and melee to hit, and then strength. Dex melee to hit, that's right. I am pumping three blood into my strength. Go for it. Three text and melee. What's the difficulty on this stake? Nine. Nine. But I have a plus two because I'm staking from behind. Mm-hmm. You needed three. Yep. Well, I need, I need three damage. Need three damage. That's right. So go ahead and roll it. Uh, strength plus one. Plus three, so strength plus four, uh, which is going to be five, maybe nine dice. I have five damage. So as you're reading this and the, the horror crosses your face and hit hits your, like everything sort of clicks, you just reach in, grab a stake, and straight through. And the thing that you notice it is it is not what you have felt on any of the other individuals you have staked. There was not that rigid body. It is soft. It is fleshy. Oh, this wasn't even a vampire. It was a ghoul. And there is a spray of blood onto the uh onto the laptop as the individual starts coughing.
And, and I, if he if he even begins to motion to hit send, I'm stopping him from doing it. He doesn't go for the keyboard whatsoever. He turns or he attempts to turn to turn around. I mean, she'll spin him around and lift him out of the chair. He he will uh with blood running down both sides of his his chin. <laughs> Not the best way to say hi, how can I help you? Do you want to die tonight? <laughs> I, I prefer not, but uh, I don't think I have much of a choice here, do I? You got until you bleed out to tell me where Glory is. Wait. Glory? Oh, interesting. So what do you know about the Ivory Tower falling tonight? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Right. The street name. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You're looking for Amelia. Right. Got it. Talk fast, and I will keep you sort of alive. Okay. Listen, I didn't want in any part of this. Amelia's my sister. I feel bad for you, man. I feel bad for me, too. I've been doing this for at least 60 years at this point. Ooh. Oh, the whole time. <sighs> but uh, last I knew she was headed to the lake. Well, if you could, I keep, my, I keep my promises. Do you want to live? Yeah, uh, more than anything, I'll make up an excuse for the prince. I'm about to turn someone. Okay. All right. So, without a second thought, you plunge your fangs into his neck. Pull the stake out while I'm doing it so he's not going to come into torpor. And you start to drain. And you hit that air pocket where you know the whole body is is empty. And you've felt this a few times because you've drained a few people for murder purposes. And you see the I take enough of that, turn it into Vitae, and give it back as their new blood. And uh, so are you just laying him here? What are you going to do with him? Uh, is there a box to put him in? Yes, actually. I will box him up. Because it won't be until tomorrow night that he wakes up, I'm pretty certain. No. It's going to be about five seconds. Oh, is it? Okay. I, 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 at I, least I, I, I don't even realize how long it takes. I don't no, know it happens like turn. right. I may be I, I may be overestimating that, but it happens quickly. So you uh you get him into the box and you get the lid on and you you just feel two fists slam against it. And uh, he, you don't need you don't need it anymore. But the odd, but the the sensation's still there. Breathe in, breathe out. 
Okay, this is not what I thought it would be like. All Amelia ever talked about was the glory of being kindred. <laughs> oh, believe me, it sucks as much as it helps. No pun intended. <laughs> and he just sort of pushes the lid off and sits up. Welcome to the night. Is everything supposed to hurt? Oh, it'll hurt for a while. I would be careful, by drink. the way. He has a, he probably has like one blood point in him. Yeah. Yeah. You need a drink. Here. Uh, and she will... She will open a vein. Okay. So as soon as you cut, there's an instant. His eyes and his entire head snap to your wrist. And uh, how many points of blood are you going to let this? I'll give him three. Okay. He, uh, you, you have to, you, you have to pry him off. Yeah. I will physically. I'm I'm easily able to. Uh, Seven hundred years old, and I have grandchildren. Fantastic. He's your responsibility. You clean up after him. (laughs) Uh, And uh, she looks down at him. What's your name, kid? Michael. Welcome to it. Remember remember how much blood you just drank. That's about how much it's safe to pull from any human before you start causing real damage. Yeah, well, one good uh, turn deserves another. Uh, did I tell you she's at the lake? Yes, you did. Okay. Don't know what she's doing there, but she's at the lake. If you want to learn how to survive and not get yourself killed. Yeah. You got till sunrise. Get to, and I'll give him the location of my shack in the bayou. There's a, there's a, there's a panel beneath the floorboard. Get under there, lay down until, until night falls tomorrow night. You got until the sunrise. I can get there. All right, thank you. I'll start showing you the ropes tomorrow night. <laughs> Ezra will, uh... It's an approximation of clearing her throat. Look over. Yeah, I know we got business tomorrow, too. A little bit more than business, but yes. Hopefully we can solve the important part tonight. Then we should be on our way before Glory decides to change where she's at.
If you get yourself killed, I'm not going to shed no tears on it, but I did make a promise I will try and keep you alive. That That's completely fair. Um, he will look down at his now completely hold shirt covered in blood. I'm not going to lie, this is weird. Uh, Family's as fucked up as it gets, man. I know you killed me. I know you... Take the laptop. Done with this shit. I I I know she's been doing wrong. It's all business. Sorry you got in the way. And she'll take the laptop. Azura will jump down to the first floor. And uh, your new child will start climbing down the ladder. Like I said, tomorrow I'll start teaching you the basics. Might not be too much because we got big business tomorrow, but I'll show you. I'll show you the beginnings of it. And if you want to learn from me, you can. If not, there are plenty of other people who can guide you more than need be. But if you want to learn from the only person in this town who's going to give a rat's ass, stick around. Thank you. Make your way to safe haven. Make sure you're still there before the sun comes up and get down under the boards. He will nod and uh, start walking off. <sighs> All right. I hate being a woman in my words sometimes. So, Rahab. Yes. You and Anya have been sitting and in between bouts of talking and pure, I would like to say silence, but that TV is still going. I imagine the TV is going as hard as ever because um, she she had a bit of a moment. Yeah. I need to thank you. For... She will pull her knees to her chest and sort of wrap her arms around them. Anybody else would have just said I was crazy and let me go. You gave me a place to feel like home. And you saw through my curse and my problems. Saw me as a 
person and not a burden. And you've helped me immensely by just helping my, me find myself after Jonathan. Glad I was able to help. I feel like I'm keeping you from something important. No. Honestly, sometimes I feel like there's a lot of things that I don't know how to do or have done wrong or I'm not sure about, but it's nice to have somebody where I feel like it's someone who cares someone who can look at things differently than the rest of the world I've gotten so many mixed signals from my position I'm not a human which it makes it difficult to be with humans, daylight being a big issue, but I found it difficult to be with vampires, and I just sort of isolated myself. And it's just nice to know that I'm not alone. You're sure you're going to be up to coming with us to this meeting? I need to start socializing, getting out of the apartment. I know it's, I'll admit it's scary, but hmm. and hopefully in learning about this, you can learn more about whatever it is that affects, is it Malkavians? Perhaps I can help you learn to, to cope. I'm not gonna lie and say that I think the problem will go away because life's not that simple, but. Of course not. I won't be cured, but I can at least potentially learn to shut out some voices. If I'm lucky, 
we will do everything we can. I know you know. It's also strange, this uh, split between grand problems and saving the world, and then it's so easy to get detached from that and feel like, oh, yes, you're just doing good. Just doing the things you're supposed to do. It makes everything so easy. The, the black and white I was talking about earlier. So. The world is a kaleidoscope. Yes. So I'll help you with your madness, and you can help me with the perspective. I think that sounds like a delightful plan. All right. So when are we heading to this shindig? I suppose I should figure out where we're heading. I think um, it was already passed out to everybody else. The information that was passed out was where it all began. Right. Rahab wasn't there when it all began. Well, no, no, sorry. Cat <laughs> would have made it clear where okay. everybody but the one person she's annoyed at. Is it the location? Is it by chance the same graveyard that uh, we murdered Jonathan in? Uh, not I don't think so. Oh, okay. It's a, it's a completely different graveyard. Completely different, yes. Yes, there are four Lafitte cemeteries. <laughs> nice. All right. Um, well, if you want to head over and get there a little early, perhaps we can uh, wander the cemeteries. Get your mind off of things. That sounds like a lovely activity. All right. Uh, how... I look at her. When's the last time you've I think I brought home drinks last time. Yes. What time is it? Um, it's probably at this point a little after two in the in the morning. So we've only got a couple hours anyway. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, head over there, take a little time to walk around the cemetery, see if I can get her mind off it for at least a little bit. Before we uh, dive full into the everything. She enjoys it. She actually pulls out um, several pieces of paper and does rave rubbings. And sort of haphazardly stuffs them into a notebook. What's a grave rubbing? Oh, uh, like 
a, a rubbing of one of the graves. You like just like take yeah, like a charcoal rubbing just of the gravestone. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So it's exactly what it sounds like. It does. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Nice moonlit stroll with your uh, <laughs> new best friend. Yes. And, and therapy partner. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> so, Mercy. Yes. About what time would you leave the hotel room? Um... <clears throat> What time is sunrise? About 7.30. Uh, let's make it 3. Okay. They are both sufficiently passed out between alcohol and a good time. Yep. So I'm going to get my stuff and go and then see an apparent barrage of text messages. You get like 40 text messages. I'm just, she's just shaking her going, where do I even start? Um... I guess because she really wants to see what happens. She's got to text Kat and um, say, okay, around four or five o'clock at the place where it all began. Is that, is that, am I reading that right? You are. Okay. I'll see you there. Okay. Uh, got nothing. <laughs> oh, thumbs up. <laughs> no, not for no. <laughs> thumbs up emoji. I was yep. talking about the text. Like, uh... look at this point, it's the first thing that comes up when she hits the emoji button. So, no, I now I'm talking about like as far as where Percy goes from here. Right. I'm, like, I'm drawing a blank. Um. You could walk of shame back to your house. You I'm could... not ashamed of anything. <laughs> uh, but I will go walk back. Worry back to your house. I'll go back to. I'll go back to my place. I'll get my stuff in order and go with that. And I say, well. If I go out tonight, at least I had a good time before I go. True. Head out. Just hang around the cemetery, I guess. So as you are just sort of waiting for the meetup time, you have seen 
Rahab and Anya who are just sort of walking around and looking at gravestones. Um, just in general being extremely friendly towards each other. Which is when we switch back to, and I, we just just got done with her, but the way time's lining up, Guire, mm-hmm. as you are driving to Lake Pontchartrain, Hazra sort of leans forward and does the the motorcycle scream talk at you of what if she's not there we're out of leads that was a brother she'll be there and if she's not she'll come to us As much as I am a woman, I, a woman of my word, that wasn't entirely out of the kindness of my heart. That was insurance. And the feeling that there's something like that. If we don't find her there, when she finds out that her brother's missing. I think the list of people she can think of who would have the balls to do that is very short. It's uh, probably about five people long. (laughs) And that'll throw her off her game. She doesn't seem the most reserved type. She'll come running. Are we killing her tonight? If we find her tonight. I I don't mean to doubt either of our abilities, but alone. I mean, the two of us took down a Methuselah basically alone. Well, one of those didn't count. Yeah. I mean, no, no, we can't discount Sybil's fight. But, like it always is, the key is not to fight fair. We don't let them get a chance to fight back. Sure. I've got uh, swings with this thing, she says, tapping the hilt of the blade. The causeway is like 28 miles across, which means the the lake is massive. How are we going to fight her? I think I have an idea. Okay, so your storyteller would love to hear your idea of how you are going to track down this individual. 
she seems like the kind of person who is um, almost as prone to dramatics as Guire is. Uh, so I'm thinking the end of the causeway where we ran into Bylabog last time is probably a good place to start looking. So as you pull up a little before two o'clock, sorry about that. Um, as you pull up, you see a singular form standing about knee-deep in the water. A long, unruly mane of hair just blowing in the wind. The glint of moonlight gleaming off of a single knife in her hand. Azra will lean around to look at her. She's... This is our threat. Can I identify as that glory? Um, the hair color is the same. She's about the same height if you figure in that she's standing knee-deep in water. And you recognize that leather jacket. But uh, her hair is not in that singular braid she's had pulled to the side. Mm -hmm. It sure looks like her. But that also makes me suspicious. Moving quiet. Obviously, we can't get into the water with her without her hearing us, but. I don't know if we can even go to the sand without her hearing us. Actually, Guire says, as she just expends a blood point for silence of death. Okay. Starts to move in. So you get to the point. It's a how large is the dome? It's twenty. Uh, it is all the of all the books that I don't have pulled up right now. The core book. But this is, I think, it's a twenty foot radius. Second. Yeah, it's twenty foot. Twenty foot. Yeah. 
So you get about 18 feet away from her, where this just past the barrier of the silence, and she turns around. Am I looking at Glory? You are. Yeah. And she's looking to see where we are, even if she can't hear us. Mm hmm. Does it look like she's spotted us at all? It looks like she is just, like, by the time you get over, okay, shit, she's turned around, you can see she's starting to hone in on footprints. Mm. So at that point, um, we're about 20 feet away. Mm -hmm. Pair of knives into her shoulders. Okay, go ahead and roll it for me. Three knives, actually. Spending and blood for celerity. Four successes. That'll hit. Go ahead and roll damage. Strength is currently five plus one, six plus three, nine. Again, okay. Five damage. Okay. Second knife. Seven successes. That's going to be 10, 11, 12. For four more damage. Third knife. Eight successes. For two more damage. Actually, ones don't subtract from damage. Uh, so five more damage. So you see these knives just into her shoulders. Oh, sorry. That means the second one was six rather than four. Oh, okay. Good to know. Um, and she sort of, you see her wince and grit her teeth. I assume those were thrown. Yes. And now that you're, you're visible, she will be looking directly at you. And I'll drop the silence of death as I just draw the cane sword. You can hear the, the ring of metal as it rings out. I have two questions. Go on. First of all, first of all, who the fuck told you where to find me? Ain't family a bitch. 
Don't tell me to cut off that blood supply. Oh, if it's any consolation, he'll make an excellent asinite. Going to have a lot of fun turning you and most of your coterie into piles of ashes. If you live through this next half minute, good luck. I need to look something up really quick. Nope, that's that one. And I do not intend to let her get a chance to fight back. So Okay. So we are gonna roll initiative. We're not gonna go into a full scale fight here. Yeah. But we're going to roll initiative. And so we're gonna go ahead and do that. Oh. After all, Azra's. Okay, Azra's going last. Is she going before me or after me? Uh, before you. I had tracks. So, what is your perception and self-control? Uh-oh. Uh, perception is... Two, self-control is three, so five. Okay. So. In that moment, she snaps her fingers. The smell of gunpowder and burning blood fill your nostrils. And you blink, and you are not on the beach anymore. You are standing in front, in the midst of a massive fight between Union and Civil War soldiers. And the one... As you get your bearings, a sword is jammed through your chest. Thankfully. Okay. Dealing three lethal damage to you. All right. And it lasts for the briefest of times, and you feel a hand shake shake you out of it. And as you blink, you are back on the beach. 
And it is just you and Azra. Uh, you are also kneeling. Did you see where she went? Mm. Into the water. All right, this bitch is fucking dead. <laughs> and I dive into the lake. All right. So. I need from you perception and alertness difficulty eight because of the water. And as soon as you hit the water, it is pitch black. Yeah. Uh, it'll be one success. So you you hit, and then there's a second behind that, and Azra also hits the water. And as you as she sort of catches you off guard and you turn, you look back and focusing really hard. Um couple hundred yards out, you can see a figure moving. Yep. Heading that way. So. And disappearing again, because oh, yeah. now all sound is gone, so. As you are chasing down the Archbishop of the Sabbat, we will turn to Simon. Putting another couple hours into the coat, you're able to get it to... You don't like to use perfection as a word. But you're fairly certain you'll she'll like this. And one of your retainers knocks on your door about two thirty-ish. Hey, 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 boss! I know you're. Uh, I know you're like elbows deep into a project, but uh, we just wanted to to run tonight's numbers by you. Sure. And Simon will step out of one of the workrooms and so I I, I don't want to put a damper on. Uh, you know, Mardi Gras and the whole whole season, but uh, we're we're like a thousand below profit margin right now. Hmm. So, I don't, and this is all just projected. We're we're still fine. We have we have rent for the shop, and we've got enough to cover supplies that are coming in. We just. <coughs> We're falling. We're going to start falling behind in other areas. 
Um, so I don't know what we need to do to drum up business, but uh, there's got to be something we can do. Like our regulars aren't coming in quite as much these days. The unfortunate part is having you both here at night doesn't doesn't lend itself well. I wonder if we bring on bring on someone else and be open some during the day. I can always put out a um a couple ads for uh that we're looking for work or we're looking for uh, help in classifieds. I can put some stuff up on the, the Facebook and the Twitter and on, I can go on indeed. And I can, I can do the legwork if you want to hire a couple more people, but it's gonna, if we go that route, it's going to get worse before it gets better, but I do know it will get better. Because if we add more hours, that means more prospective customers, which means a larger client base. I mean, it's all annoying, but at the end of the day, how many people do you want to hire, boss? Um, right off. Hold on. Um, if you want to write something, like start writing stuff up to get ideas together, then go for it. But... Um, let me look through numbers so we can kind of get, get an idea of like how long we could do something like that. Okay. Because without seeing the not like without seeing it directly, I don't want to like, Oh, let's hire two people. And then we have to start making more money in like three months or something. Completely understandable. Um, I will. The other option would be is of um, you or insert other retainer's name would want to start like a couple of hours earlier, and then go home a couple of hours earlier. Open in the yeah, I would earlier pre- evening. Hmm? You would prefer. I'd like to keep my shift currently. All right, that's perfectly fine. But it's, I, it's just another idea. Like, I'm, I'm not. I wouldn't force either of you to change your shift if you didn't want to. Okay, uh, and he will hand you. Um, he will hand you the accounting. He has both a physical copy that he has painstakingly done, and the one on the computer in an Excel sheet. <laughs> So, um, both of those are there for you to look at. Um, something tells me you're about to head off again. I did just a feeling. Two thirty. 
I'm supposed to have a meeting that was two hours before sunrise. So it's about five o'clock. Yeah. Well, it, it's like Simon looks at his phone with the last comment being like, at the beginning, like at the beginning, it's like Mesopotamia is a long ways away. Did you send that back to him? Yes. Did he send anything back after that? or <clears throat> You would have gotten dot, 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 talk to cat. Simon shoots a message off to Cat. So is this meeting supposed to be in Mesopotamia then? You get a Google Maps <laughs> screenshot <laughs> focused in on the graveyard. That makes a lot more sense. It was if the address was also, known, Simon also will just the Google, start going through the list. The Google, the 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 Google location, so that if you need to, you will have directions, to, walking directions, to, straight there. <laughs> After the screenshot of the Google Maps screenshot, Simon responds, "That seems a lot more reasonable." There's a brief pause, and then you get the 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 gif of um, Malcolm Reynolds. The that yes, that whole <laughs> the whole long extended thing. You get that gif. Love it. Funny enough, that's not actually Mal. That's Castle, I believe. You know what? I think you're right because there was an episode of Castle in which he dressed as Malcolm Re explicitly as Malcolm Reynolds in Firefly. Yeah, yeah, I believe that's I believe that's from that episode. They never directly call him that because rights issues, but he's wearing the exact fucking brown coat costume. Yeah, that's a inside joke. This week, the fire Firefly has come up for me. <laughs> Same, actually. Uh, such a great show. Also, Joss Whedon. Simon will spend the rest of the time before the meeting, like, looking at numbers. So, go ahead and give me an intelligence and... Finance? Finance will work. Yeah. Difficulties... Difficulty six, this is a pretty routine thing that businesses do. Intelligence. Finance. Six. It takes you a big bit and you have to backtrack. But, like, like you do have the math and you're like, ah, oh, fuck, that's not right. Rip. Start all over. And uh, 
you come to the conclusion that to break even and then start generating profit again by bringing on anybody else, you're going to look at about another three months um, of not necessarily scraping by, but with not a lot of excess margin, but still enough to still more than enough to operate within your regular parameters. Uh, and that is with hiring two people. Having done those numbers, Simon will chat with the retainer again and go over that. It's like be about three months, but it's doable. Um, another option is if we're not getting a lot of people in, just making um, just using the some of the scraps to make little knickknack type projects. I can definitely work on some of those. Um, I could probably also set up the online store that I've been putting off for a couple months. That would, especially with the knickknacks, like doing that with the, the little knickknacks would probably be, it, it's a little bit more difficult with like bespoke clothing. So I haven't been super concerned. But if we start doing like pre-made stuff, then that should help. Well, you also are holding in your hands a walking advertisement that you're about to hand to the prince of the entire city. That's too. But that's still just the vampires, which is a limited population. Yeah. But I don't think I don't think you have every vampire in the city coming to you as a regular yet. Not doubtful. <laughs> Yeah. And then having formulated this plan with the retainers, then Simon will head off to the meeting. At about what time would you end up strolling? early? Early? Yeah, she will be there early. Um, A, she does not mind being in graveyards. Um, B, you always show up early because these are elder vampires, and if their version of early is your version, if their your if your version of on time is their version of late, mm, mm. Uh, there there's a saying. It, it, I I know all of you theater people know it. To be early is to be on time. To be on time is to be late. Yep. To be late is to be dead. Yep. When you're when when that when when the director is a monster, literally, not just figuratively, dead could be literal. Well, what happened to our lead? We're gonna have to replace him. So. Um. So you arrive early, yep. get a nice spot to just sort of relax. And before too long, Rahab and Anya enter the graveyard. Oh. And uh, 
Anya will spot you first. Yep, I will raise a hand to draw attention. And um, she will slowly walk over to you about a, a, like a half beat behind Rahab. Mm-hmm. But she is uh, clutching a rather large uh, journal in her hands. That seems to be haphazardly stuffed with papers. A single charcoal pencil sticking out from behind one ear. Oh, funny to find you two in this random location. Rahab will raise an eyebrow. But it's... it. Oh my god, I hate everybody. <laughs> that was a joke. It's not a random location we're meeting here. How are you doing? Um, it's a great question. I'll try to figure out an answer for you. Great. All right, then. Um, This is going to be thrilling conversation while we wait for other people to show up. (laughs) I'm doing fine. Thank you for asking. I is one step away from making out flashcards. Good lord, I traded Guire for this. What's with the briefcase? Uh, this will be where all of our communication devices are going. So that nobody can listen in. Are we actually concerned about a group of ancient vampires being able to use technology in such a way as to hack into these devices? Yes. Are the Sabbat actually more technologically inclined? Yes, but also the Sabbat have underlings who are not as old and can use technology more effectively than they can. Well, the Elder, you understand what I mean. Okay. That best not pay sense. any. Best not take any risks, even if there's no chance. Fair enough. I am a little confused, as since this was sent to me by De- this was sent to me by Destiny. Why Destiny did not just bring it themselves? May- maybe, maybe uh, uh, Agni just wanted to stop by and say hi and ask, but. I'm not that worried about it. I recognize. I've already checked. It doesn't have a bomb. Sorry, go ahead. I recognize one of those names. I, Anya, I do not mean to speak ill of the dead, but you are far better off now than you were a short time ago with the amount that you have not been informed of. 
Thank you. You're welcome. I mean that sincerely. It's probably for the best. I don't know everything anyway. I mean, yet to, to be fair, even those who are in the know, so to speak, we know maybe 2% of everything we probably should know compared to the 0 0.5 that the unaware have. Now, there's probably a lot you don't want to know, but there's a lot that you probably should be aware of already. In general, I would say. Not necessarily this situation. I, I know the, the our stuff. I just don't know the goings on that's been the past couple of nights for you. Fair enough. Well, there will be us. I assume that everybody else will be showing up. Everybody should have the location at this point. So if they don't show up, either they've decided to fuck off or they've been murdered. Equal odds. Would Mercy be here about this time? Um. This would be about the time Mercy is pulling up in her hearse. I recognize that sound. I wait until I am well within the gates where I see the group gathered. Evening, everyone. Mercy. How's your evening, Ben? Please provide me with some conversation <laughs> while we wait. <laughs> Dear God. Well, how many details? Uh, if you want to talk about God, I would gladly discuss that topic with you. I mean, I heard it more than a few times tonight, but it's not in the same context that you're talking about. I had that was a figure of speech. I know. <laughs> Your words so what have just... you been up to? Uh, who would be the better question? Oh, right. Is that all that you did? Because... I don't need a blow-by-blow blow of that. Are you sure you asked for a conversation? <laughs> and I mean literal blow for blow. There we go. I mean, do you want pictures? Do you want hand gestures? We can do charades. The details of your sex life are literally as interesting to me, would be literally as interesting to me as Simon detailing the process of making a suit. Ouch, that hurts. I mean, I think suit making is very interesting. There's a lot of details. 
um, a lot of different tailors put different uh, stylistic features in, have different uh, ways of doing things. Oh, there are different ways of doing things. There are definitely different ways of doing things. Different styles. Rahab, sweetie, I believe this is one of those instances that is uh, sarcasm. I know. Yes, Rahab knows. Absolutely. The one who wouldn't get the sarcasm is not here yet. Because <laughs> <laughs> I would have just taken that as an invitation to start going <laughs> off on how to make sense. I know. <laughs> That's why it was said while Simon wasn't here. sex and suit making are literally as pleasurable as the other to me okay that's fair I just wanted one last go before I you know in case I don't make it out tonight I mean Tonight is in now before we go to sleep because as near as I can tell, we're just having a conversation because look at the time. You know what I mean. Fair enough. A night, tomorrow night, two nights from now. I haven't exactly had a lot of free time. Well, it's something to call my own before somebody decides it's for me. Had too much of that. That is fair, and I can understand that. But I totally respect your disposition, and I will not go any further. Oh, no, it doesn't, it doesn't bother me feel free if you really want to it's just no that's okay it would be like reading out of an encyclopedia i will warn you if you do want to go into spicy details then i will have to reciprocate in the only way i know which would be the spicy details of song of solomon do you know there's an entire book in the bible about that sort of thing uh i am well aware okay i'm just saying Whatever mood you want to set, I can kill it. (laughs) (laughs) This is one of the reasons that it's that it is a meaningless topic. Anya has walked away over to a gravestone and started doing rubbing. It's sad that that's probably the most well-adjusted of all of us. <laughs> You'll hear from the from the gravestone. Don't count your fishes before they hatch. I mean, well, technically, technically that works. Yes, it works. That's what's so annoying about it. Because it's the wrong phrase, but it's still accurate. See, now I just like it even more. You know, I'm wondering how much Destiny picked this group because he thought it would be amusing. For him. I'm going to be frank. I put I put equal odds on 
a couple of different uh, a couple of different potentials. One, people who did not have any connection to anywhere else, anybody else within the city, so there was no loyalty concerns. Uh, 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 two, um, people who did not have connections to him, so it did not blow back on him necessarily if it went wrong. And three, people who he didn't think necessarily would be effective, because let's not forget who at one point whose side he was on. There is a not insignificant chance that we were picked because we were going to fail at this. I would be offended, but I'm the former amnesiac tour guide that tells ghost stories in a hearse. So, I mean, I can see where he's coming from. If you just assume that everybody within our specialized line of state of living is out to get you, things make a lot more sense. Because they probably are. That seems like a terrible way to live. I mean... If I'm recalling correctly, not all that different from... You know, being alive. Alive. Yeah, no, not really. It's kind of the same. Granted, I come from a weird perspective because my 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 family is inextricably tied to our clan. So I don't know what it's like out there in the world, other than probably functionally blind. But yes, in general, just assume anyone will betray you the second that it benefits them. I mean, you're forgetting that I had I had people on both sides of the Mason-Dixon line. That's true. You are already assuming this. And I was a spy. You're doubly assuming this. So you were you you were you you were as well cultivated for being a vampire as I was. I won't betray anyone. You know what? We it's a good it thing. Sorry, go all, Honestly, I hope you never have to. Now all I can think of is the worst, the worst possibility is. But you can't really say. Good. You can't really say until you're in that situation. Also, betrayal is a matter of perspective. Because you cannot escape, unless you live like you do, to be fair, completely outside of most society, as I understand. 
eventually you do have to make a choice between two competing interests. One of those might be a betrayal. Sometimes both choices you have are equally bad, but you still got to make one. Exactly. To be fair, I would hope to live my life in such a way that they would be able to expect exactly what I would do in that regard. It's a good thing you're pretty. You cumber water in a big ass cross? Pardon? No, I as a player didn't hear what you said. I said cucumber water and a big ass cross. I do miss cucumber water. Really? You would. I just don't get it. It's water that tastes like cucumber. But cucumber doesn't taste like anything. This is the greatest vampire conversation of all time, by the way. Cucumber has such a light and vegetable-y flavor. But like not the way that celery does. Like celery has like that vegetable stock flavor. Cucumber has the vegetable flavor but without the harshness that a lot of vegetables do. Well, you know what? You know what, Rahab? I know why Anya wears headphones. (laughs) Wow. Anya will just walk by and go to another gravestone and start rubbing. I miss vodka. (laughs) Hey, I'm going to go with that chick. (laughs) We are going to vibe. And rub some gravestones and miss vodka. Listen, I was 21 when I was turned. I barely got to experience adulthood. Oh, sweetie. I'm legitimately so sorry. That being said, I was drinking way before 21, but still. Eh. See, that's why my family does it the right way. You get ghouled at a certain point. You have many, many years of pathologically trying to prove yourself and blah, 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 blah. But you have many, many years of being mortal to experience this. And then before on the night before you get embraced, you have your last... I'm sorry, this is going to be sacrilegious. Your last supper and last night, where you just do whatever you wanted to do, without exception. Oh. Before you get embraced. Oh, damn. It's the way to go. I just went about it all wrong, didn't I? Next time, be born into the clan. Oh, no. I wouldn't last 10 seconds with you backstabbing fucks. No offense. I I don't know. I don't think I could. I don't think I could learn Italian. Oh, there are plenty of Giovanni who don't know a lick of Italian. We hate them. 
So, Kat, if we make it, if we make it through this whole event, I want to hear about your last night and your last supper. Fair enough. Fair enough. Do I want to know how one goes about being selected to be a Giovanni? Uh, you are you are born you are born into the the Giovanni family. Or one of our um, vassal families. We have several families that are associated. How many mortal Giovannis are there? That that's getting into territory that I probably shouldn't disclose. But I just assumed that you were all vampires. Oh no! Realize ninety. Uh, maybe one or two percent of us are vampires. Many Giovanni don't even know that there is a vampire influence in the clan. We call them idiots. And you are never an idiot, were you, Kat? Oh, no. No, not at all. I was very well aware early on. Of course you were. In part because some of my some of my Immediate family members, shall we say. Immediate mortal family members Mm. were part of the clan. My grandmother was very encouraging of me seeking out necromancy and that sort of stuff. Summoned my first ghost at 12. Oh, well, look at you. One of many firsts, I'd imagine. This is true. At some point, Simon shows up. Literally just about to say at this point, Simon shows up. You made it. Yeah. It's better than Mesopotamia. I don't know why. I don't know why Destiny decided to go with where it began. There's a lot of answers to that. You're not wrong. Again. For the second time tonight. Thank God you're pretty. Excuse me? Not you. I don't know whether that sounds bad. You know what? I'm just going to stop talking now. I I'll believe that for about five seconds. <laughs> I'm not pretty. You can't get mad. <laughs> she pulls out her phone and just starts going through the easiest way not to have to say anything. <laughs> Start doom scrolling. You're fine. You don't have to say anything ever again. <laughs> Simon just quietly is like, why did Kat say I'm pretty? That's weird. <laughs> it's a 
social construct thing. Don't worry about it. Okay, then. So was, I spent most of the night doing my job. How's everyone else's night been? Doing several jobs. Good with some slight interruptions. Important interruptions. But as a as a player, I know what Katie means. Simon is just assuming that it's actually just several tours. Several what? Tours. Several tours. To, uh, like, actually oh, yeah. did her job. Lots of tours. Rahab wishes she could think it was several tours. <laughs> yes. Mercy will slither into your psyche. Mm, there's a lot of bad stuff that she hides in there. She 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 can fill in a lot more blanks than she than she would like to admit she can. Now it feels like Simon's somehow the innocent one. A little bit. Simon has always been the innocent one. Yeah. There's a reason idealist is the mask and not the nature. Simon is just blissfully unaware. It's what he gets for being a hermit. At this point, how far how far off are we from the meeting? Like what from the time? Simon uh, would have showed up like fifteen to twenty minutes early. Yeah. Okay. Uh, any word from Guire? Spoke with Guire earlier tonight. Said she had to go out hunting. That could mean several things. Oh, no, for Guire, it probably means one. More than likely. I don't remember. Was Simon aware of the hit on... No, no one, one but, okay. no one but Guire and the Prince are, uh, and, and Charlotte are aware of that. Correct. Like, I knew Simon, I, I was thinking Simon... But you have like made explicitly aware, uh, clear your intent to kill Glory. Mercy just always assumes that... You know, when Guire says she's out hunting, that she's, you know, you know, assassinating some poor fucker. So, I mean, yes. it's not a great... I mean, yes, that's a valid, that's a valid guess. That's not a great leap. Yeah, we... I, Guire over here, like, Kerbopulous Michael. Oh boy, here I go killing again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in conversations about this situation, you've made, you, you've made intent clear. Um... <laughs> So if we never hear from Guire again, then we'll know how that turned out. If we hear from Guire again, could mean a lot of things. Which is when our camera will shift. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, in Lake Pontchartrain. Back at the ranch. So you're swimming furiously. I assume you and Azra are both using celerity. Yes. I'm using celerity. I am staying as invisible as I can be. Which is probably much easier in a place where sound is heavily deadened. Yeah. 
there is it is a long chase and even though your muscles do not tire there's that you know at this point if if you were human you probably would have given out to exhaustion at this point yeah fortunately i neither tire nor breathe mhm and you start to see the water darken in a rising darkness and takes you a second as you're thinking what is she doing now until you realize oh you've been going this whole time you've hit the other side of the lake yeah have I been basically following her the entire time yes yeah and she has made a few zigzag motions and gone up and down a few times but she's stayed relatively on a straight, narrow path to the other side. And you see that form leave the water when you are just a couple hundred yards behind. Uh, She will flatten herself against the bank and rise basically flattened against the bank but to cause as little as little disturbance to the water as possible. You feel Azra beside you as she almost collides into you not knowing where you're at. Because even though you're invisible, you don't see other invisible people. Unless you have that thing. And as you rise and look out, she is just wringing her hair out and uh, you don't know if it's you don't know if it's just acting or she's not been in water much since dying, uh, but she is panting hard. (sighs) She does a very quick and loose ponytail down the side, and she starts walking over to a bike parked not too far from the beach. Can I catch her fast enough to get some strikes in with the sword? Oh, you sure can. Yeah. So yes, I will do that. Yes, please. Go ahead and roll. Yet more of my blood into not only celerity, but also my strength and dex.
drop three more blood points. That'll hit. So that's extra two dice for your damage? Yeah. Eight dice. Five aggravated damage. You rip that sword across and her chest opens. And you you do pause and take a step back at the noise that comes out of her mouth because it is a bellow much, much louder than she should be able to produce. (laughs) Does she bleed or am I still cutting a vampire here? You are still cutting a vampire. Okay. Second strike. Uh, Four successes. Okay. And you get your bearings about you, you circle back, step forward, and slash again. And again, there's that scream. And she's she's fallen to the ground and is starting to scramble backwards. Six aggravated damage. And third strike. Nine successes. Uh, eight plus six is fourteen for nine aggravated damage. Do some math real quick here. Uh, that is a lot. That's twenty total aggravated damage. Yeah. On top of the lethal damage that I've done to her previously. We're just checking to see if she's uh, outright or she has soaked any on fortitude. That's still, you said, how much was that? It was was 20 aggravated uh, initially and however much lethal previously. So she did fortitude through seven of that. That's still... uh, Still 14 aggravated damage. 13. 13. And she is surprisingly still up. We're talking maimed or mauled? We're talking um, stiff breeze. Yeah. She would just hold a hand up. Stop. Squire tilts her head. I thought we were friends. Not sure what gave you that impression. 
Careful, Guire. If you sass too hard, she might die. <laughs> and I ask why? Oh, it's just business. Well, I see. I, I, I didn't make a good enough impression for it to be pleasure. Well, not to uh, put you down too hard, but I've killed one woman far older than you who didn't deserve it, and one monster more, far more dangerous than you who definitely did. Well... That's, that's fair. Um, that's, uh, what do you think about her, though? Um, turns out if you spend enough time around a bunch of La Sombra and I put a knife through her face before she finishes that sentence. Go ahead and roll for me, please. I also didn't add the extra dice from the weapon damage, but that's fine, whatever. That'll do it. More successes. And then, so strength plus one, plus two more, so six, seven, eight, nine. Three more damage. So. How exactly are you doing this? Um, it is very much, you know, when you when you hang around La Sombra, and I know that she's about to say you pick up a few tricks, I just, with a knife, straight through between her eyes. And then step forward. Yeah, think about that. I'm not going to let you use anything you might have learned. And I just put my, I just like fan my hand like a blade and drive into her throat and twist until the head pops off. So about that. Okay. As that knife goes, it goes through her. Mm -hmm. Fucking chemistry. And you hear the motorcycle start. I throw a fireball at it. Oh, I'm sorry, what? You uh, heard me. D&D wizard, get now. Why cast fireball? Now we get to see Guire in my I'm not messing around mode. <laughs> I should, why not I, I should ask something just to just to be fair. Yes, please. But Shani may not have thought to ask. You guys are on the streets. Are there mortals around? 
That uh, not saying there are, there aren't, but that's it's something a fair question, that you yes. may want to know. That is a fair you question. Don't want a blood yes. hunt on your own head. That is a fair. That is a fair point. This will this will sort of determine things. The Sabbat don't give a fuck. So you take a few steps to get up <laughs> to a better position, and you just see the small crowd of people that are is watching this bleeding woman get onto a motorcycle. In which case, I just throw a knife into her tires. Okay, that'll work. Go ahead and give me that at uh, difficulty seven for the called shot. I'm putting a willpower into that for three successes. Okay. I, don't, I need to not miss. So you pop one of her tires and she does like she gets it started and she hears hears the tire pop and just shuts the motorcycle off okay She will get off of the motorcycle. Wire steps up, grabs her by the collar to make sure she actually has a solid grip. <clears throat> and starts to pull her back towards the beach. The, the entire time, as she's walking up, there's just a hum that slowly... Uh, evolves as she as she sort of as she walks up and grabs her and sort of pulls her away from the situation that slowly evolves into lyrics as she just begins singing her own song as she drags Glory back to the beach okay no I've heard this before okay Okay, <laughs> look, look, we can, we can talk. We can, we can make this work. I, we can. <sighs> this has never worked before, has it? Not once. She says as she and she and Glory disappear into the lake as her knife is sinking into Glory's neck. As as your knife goes in, a smile comes over her face as she stares you in the eyes and just slowly disintegrates into ash. And for everyone who saw that, the devil of New Orleans never reemerges from the lake as she just swims away. Fair enough. Azra stayed invisible the whole time. Yeah, I figured. 
and she will swim back to the other side of the lake, get on her bike, wait for Azra, and then head to the meeting place, assuming there's still time. You're going to cut it short, but you'll say the distance between Lake Pontchartrain and here. Yeah, you're you're either going to be there on time or be there like mm, 10, 15 minutes late. Yeah. It's fine. There's a there's a hole in her chest, which is probably illusory as she looks down at it. Mm-hmm. Was it an actual hole or was it an illusion that she felt? So it was the um what was the name of it? The kind of street one that where the illusions actually can do a horrid reality. So it horrid is actual, Yeah, so it is an actual hole in uh, your chest. Hmm. But the rest of the group, you hear the chain move on the entrance to the cemetery. And Destiny's form comes around. Okay, not all of you are present and accounted for, which is... Everybody got the information. I don't doubt that. You're very diligent in your work. That's much less a uh, criticism of you than it is of others who are not here. That would have been the perfect time for me to show up late. (laughs) Okay, so... Oh, I see Agony did stop. Yes. Open up the briefcase. I apologize. Put your own phone in. Uh, no forewarning, but uh, my hands were tied for a bit. bit. My apologies. Fair and enough. Just chuck his phone into the yep. open suitcase. Hold it out for everybody else. Throw mine in there. Flame and tosses his in. Austin said he throws his phone in even though he's muted. Okay. Got it. Yes, I throw my phone in. Does Anya have a phone? She does. He walks over and drops a phone in. All right. I should be clear. I throw my three phones in. Yep. Three phones, laptop, tape recorder. Oh, the laptop didn't come with me. That needs to stay back at back at the apartment. That's that's fair. It's expensive. It can be broken very easily. Both the laptop and the dummy laptop that's in the more obvious place that doesn't have any actual information on it. The backup to the backup to the backup. Yes. Okay, so lowdown of everything that's going to happen tomorrow. Um, first off, I want to say I'm not sure all of you will survive. But uh, I do believe I said that the first night you were all together and I believe you all will hear the familiar sound of Guire's engine 
all of you are accounted for and still alive. For now. For now. We will wait until our other two get in here. Choir comes walking in, not in her perfect pace because there's a hole in her chest, but still walking fairly, fairly tall. Mercy's going to raise an eyebrow and go, Choir, something you want to share with the class? Oh, just some work I was doing for the prince. Literally. Yeah, chemistry's a bitch like that. Oh, damn. When'd you piss off Ravnos? Oh, when she pissed off the prince. Anything we need to know? Well, that depends on uh, the details of Destiny's report. Well, we're just going over the battle plan one time before tomorrow night. Not necessarily anything new has changed or new has popped up. Um, hi. Can we add some stuff to what uh, maybe you don't know? I assume Kaida told you. No, because I don't communicate such things over the phone because the masquerade exists. Oh, right. Uh, Guire, Azra, cell phones in the briefcase, please. Guire holds out her cell phone that is ruined by water damage. As long as you don't turn it on, it's always fixable. A little bit of rice. More than a little bit of rice. I know my rice is wet. Better throw it in some cell phones. I know <laughs> that is the, it, it, it seems like something that doesn't work, and it doesn't work all the time. But but it does I've work done, a lot. I, yes, I've done tech support for a, a multiple mobile phone companies. It does work more often than not. Yeah, it, it is a very effective method. It works more often than you would think it would. Yes, honestly. It is a real thing. So, this is where I sort of ask all of you. There are three target locations that we are picking people up from tomorrow. Which uh, of them would you like to be at? We have people coming in on the causeway. We got people coming in from the Nola Airport, and we got people coming in through the bayou. I handle the bayou if you don't mind. Which one's the prince at? Because I imagine the prince will meet someone. To be clear, so everybody is fully aware of exactly what we are talking about. What is our plan? Beyond, we're going to be in these situations dealing with people like. What is the overall situation? So we oh, can, like, do I need my car? Do I need my gun? Partially because it's been a while since we talked about this and Jeremy doesn't remember what we're doing. So or why we're doing it, frankly, even. 
Okay, so gist of it is 13 years ago at the last one of these because they have to be super, they, they can't meet every five years and be smart about it. They got to be on theme, whatever. Aesthetics matters. If you say so. Uh, in Venice. Where the, they usually meet. Mm-hmm. The city was sacked. At least on our side of things. There was an explosion. Some people died. Uh, there were a few humans that were killed too. But. Uh, you know. Greater losses to humanity, but nothing nothing that affected us. Yeah. However, um, I I would beg to differ. With let him tell the story. You can do your psalms later. With Venice being compromised, they decided to come to New Orleans. Why New Orleans? I'm not entirely sure. Uh, but. We are hosting them here so that they can do their usual song and dance. And they will be arriving in twos. Nosferatu and Tremir will be arriving through the bayou. Friends. Ventru and Bruja will be arriving through the NOLA airport. And the Toreador and the Malkavian will be coming through the causeway. That's one hell of a combination. Simone's instructions. Listen, I have stood by that woman for a lot of things for a lot of years at this point. Some shit just doesn't make sense. Oh, I didn't. I, I'm not questioning the prince. I'm just saying that's a hell of a combination. Combination? Just in general, the layouts? What was it? Which combination specifically? Toriador and Malkavian. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe they're friends. Stranger things have happened. Makes for a good stage show. The lunatic and the... The lunatic and the hedonist. Yeah. Hey, if my business ever goes under Simon, I think we've got something. (laughs) Not sure it's the right type of lunacy. That'd be entertaining. We are going to be meeting... At a singular location. Are we privy to the singular location or is that still top secret? Oh, I know exactly where we're meeting for. uh, For everything, but... uh, Don't know if y'all are going to like it. Only one way to find out. Just because it's 
not where I would have selected, but whatever. Um, for some reason, do do not. All due respect, spit it out, Destiny. Okay, okay. All right. I'm sorry. The World War II Museum. Oh, we're she's, got a, she's got a sense for the dramatic. Yeah. Um, like I said, love her to death. Nothing makes sense, but it is what it is. We... We do have a few reta retainers there, and we do have a few ghouls on on staff, and they will be instrumental in everything tomorrow. So I will ask you all again. Let me ask you this first. Do you want to stay as a group, or you want to split up? Um, to clarify, what was it that... Um... Anya had said earlier. I'm trying to remember exactly what it was. It's been a minute. Candles. It was the five candles thing, but I don't remember. Five candles have been lit. Uh, six white and one red. The red will extinguish the white. Darkness will fall tomorrow night. Okay, so... I have a question. I'm going to say something. I say pulling out my phone and reading from the text that I had sent to Kat. Mm -hmm. uh, five candles will be lit. Five white, one red. The red will put out the white and darkness will fall. Does that make any sense to you? Wait. Yes. Why did this? I mean, I can interpret. I'm not, I don't have any signs to go off of. I don't know why this didn't register to me before. That we have six people coming in? Yes. Well, well, I know why that didn't register to me. I'm not Camarilla. Don't know your stupid power structure. But it makes sense. Six clans. And one of the clans is going to do a thing that's going to cause problems for the other clans. It sounds like one of the clan, one of the one of the Justicars is going to kill at least one, if not all, of the other Justicars. So what we're saying is the problem isn't just the Sabbat. Well, it could be there could be ways that this is accomplished. It could be willing betrayal. It could be. Putting somebody under their control could be killing one and framing another. Do we have any good guesses as to which one it would be? No. The Malkavian seemed to know about it. Does that give us any inkling? Insight and visions are weird, so no, probably not. Cool. I also have to ask where you got this prophecy from. A Malkavian. 
I trust their prophecies a little more than the Ravnos. Right. A lot more than the Tremere's. I mean, if it was the Tremere's, I don't think we'd know. Um, GM, storyteller. Mm-hmm. Do I recall? I, be- I believe she did. I just, as the player, don't quite remember. Didn't Sybil talk about the candles in one of the meetings that I was at when I was being double agent? Yes. If you need further verification, also Alessandro had the same prophecy. One that was literally a prophet when she was alive. Yes. This was the prophecy we learned from... Um, now I'm blanking on her name. Anyways. Yeah, Sybil had the same prophecy. Sybil was all, also had a Malkavian working for her. Kellerman, yeah. Sybil was also kind of just fucking nuts. That's... Yeah, well... Sybil was, however, the Oracle of Delphi. And... Like I said, she was a literal oracle before she died. Well, it really pains me to say this next sentence. But I think we can pretty much throw every plan we make out the window if it's coming from within. We simply know what to watch for. If we don't know which of them it's going to be, then we're going to have to group a group with each pair knowing to watch for some sign of betrayal. We know that we're not having to look out for an outside threat. I will confess to having concerns now. Besides the obvious that a that 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 a fucking ghoul could understand about this situation in terms of concerns, I have very specific concerns. This is a conflict between the Sabbat and the Camarilla. That's one thing. My clan is respond. My clan is neutral in that situation but we prefer an equilibrium. If this is an internal Camarilla thing, my name is Paul and this is between y'all. Is it an internal Camarilla thing or is it a member of the Camarilla who has decided that the Sabbat are the better way to go, or a member of the Camarilla that has somehow come under the influence of the Sabbat? I mean, not... there's a lot of question there. If if somebody's being influenced, that's one thing. If somebody has decided to turn traitor to, as the Camarilla would see it, that's still an internal thing. 
more or less. Very much. Like, I'm not saying that, you know, it would be bad overall. <laughs> I mean, it'll still disrupt that equilibrium you care so much about. Okay. I'm going to say this, I'm going to phrase this this way. This is going to sound very harsh, and it is not going to make me any friends here, but I am telling you this because I like you all. I just wouldn't say it otherwise. And? If the Camarilla ends up in a position where they need help, that is good for my clan. And I should not get involved, according to my elders, probably. Because that makes you dependent upon us as one of the clans that actually does business with the Camarilla. And it, supply and demand. You really need our help at that point. Are you not concerned in any way about the end of the prophecy about darkness falling? I mean, they're not La Sombra, but darkness is sort of the Giovanni's thing. Is now it's is remarkably vague, and that could mean darkness falls for the Camarilla only. It could mean darkness falls on New Orleans for a night or for a day. Listen, okay. It could mean a lot of things. We could sit here until daylight comes and You're talk about and talk about what if. We could sit, sit here till daylight comes and talk about, you know, what the prophecies may or may not mean and try to start an argument within us, which I might point out is counterproductive. I agree. All I can see is that we just need a very basic plan. And if we have to veer off the plan, then we have to veer off the plan. That's just how, I mean, that's how we've done everything else in this whole flipping assignment. And somehow it has worked for you, but I have one very important question. Kat, are you in this or are you out? I I respect your decision either way. I just need to know. I need to consult. If I am allowed to, I need to consult with people in my, because this is, this is, here's where we, as she, she like picks up some, 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 like draws a little thing on the ground, like here's where we are. Here is the level, much bigger circle of the implications of what's going on here. I need to be able to make that decision and potentially say yes. I need to speak with people and I, I need to speak with the elders of my clan. Well, how long because is that? Depends on how quickly. It's... I think I can get in touch fairly quickly. It can, I can get this answer. Well, we'll see, but but very very quickly. 
If I can't get a definitive yes, I have to be a no. Well, first contact isn't supposed to be made till 10 p.m. tomorrow night, so. Fair enough. I should, for all of your, for, for the sake of, of, of all of you, and to protect myself, I should probably leave this meeting right now. And when everything is decided, once I get a yes or no, if I get a yes, I can just be informed of the situation. I believe that's very fair. So, I, I, I'm sorry. This is... No. If... If I didn't appreciate you all as much as I did, I just simply wouldn't have said anything, made contact, and then vanished if I wasn't allowed to be involved. So. No, I mean, you. Politics. Family. Yes, and that. Yeah, she will. She will open up uh, up the, the briefcase, get her phone out, phones out, and luckily the graveyard isn't too far from where she 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 lives, so she will she will head back home and start making calls when she's far enough away. And as Cat walks off into the night, that is where we'll close for the day. Fair enough. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.